This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Smart Money. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Richards. Our show today is going to be about how to demystify reverse mortgages. What are the facts about reverse mortgages? What are the pros and the cons? And I have a special guest today with me here who is an expert at this. I'm with Tom Marushak. He's a certified housing wealth and reverse mortgage advisor from Arbor Financial Group. How you doing today, Tom? I'm doing great, thanks for having me. My pleasure, glad you made it out to our show today. So why don't we start off first, tell listeners a bit about you and your past and where you live and kind of what makes you do what you do. Yeah, I think first, you know, the reason I do what I do, my why, is my father. And five years ago, when my mother passed away, my father needed a reverse mortgage to stay in his home. Wow. And I helped him find a lender, did some research, and we were able to secure him the right product that allowed him to stay in his home, pay for his caregivers until he passed away. Great. And at that time, I was still working in the corporate world. I was traveling 250,000 miles a year. And I had an opportunity to take an early retirement and create a second career for myself. And as I was evaluating what to do, um, I knew there was a tremendous amount of housing wealth in the Southern California marketplace. And I talked to my father and he said, either get into in-home care because he was in a retirement community in Florida or get involved with reverse mortgages. So taking his lead and direction, I got my real estate license. I acquired my NMLS, my mortgage license. Yep. I educated myself on reverse mortgages. And that's what I've been doing for the past four years is educating advisors and their clients on how to use housing wealth to help their lifestyle and also help their overall quality of life. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, a lot of our listeners, I'm sure their largest asset is their home. And there's a lot of people who don't understand or have false information, I believe, about reverse mortgages. I, I hear this a lot here at Canner Consulting Group. We do talk to clients that have, uh, again, they're one of their largest assets are their homes and they don't know what their options are outside of selling it. We all know we can sell our homes, but how do you still keep your home, capitalize on the value of it without sacrificing control of it or hurting your, your uh, heirs or even costing you too much money. So why don't we jump right in and why don't you kind of explain to our listeners in simple terms, what truly is a reverse mortgage so these guys can understand it a bit better. Yeah, thanks Kevin. There is There has been a lot of confusion because there's so much information on the internet, both pros and cons. Right. Um, essentially distilling it down, a reverse mortgage is a loan for homeowners age 62 and older. And actually there's product now for those that are 60 years old, but. of the reverse mortgages are for 62 and older. Okay. And it requires no monthly mortgage payment. That's great. The loan is repaid when the borrower passes away, leaves the home permanently, or sells the home. 
And during that time, they can continue to make payments if they want. The available funds are distributed as a lump sum, a line of credit, or, struc- or structured monthly payments. Okay. And really, what is it? It's a loan against your home's, ec- home's equity. And majority of homeowners 65 and older have roughly 68% of their wealth and equity is in their home. So that's what make th- makes this such a tremendous tool for the right people. And right. it's what people don't know, it's mm-hmm. only one of four government-backed retirement income sources, along with Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, that's backed by the government. So people don't know that. This is an FHA-insured product. The FHA doesn't lend the money, but the FHA, the government, insures all traditional HECM reverse mortgages. Wow. So, okay, on that note, what are some of the requirements in terms of how much equity they have to have? Is it, you know, 60% of their value has to be available to them or what sort of thing is it? And then the big question I get a lot of times is, are they able to still stay in their house and they're not, you know, a tenant, they actually still own it, they have no, they still have the same rights and control they had before? Again, it's just like a traditional mortgage Yeah. where you retain your home. The bank does not own your home. A requirement for a reverse mortgage is that it needs to be your primary residence. Right. And then it's any point in time, if you leave the home for a year or more, whether it's for health reasons, whatever it might be, then you would need to satisfy your reverse mortgage. As far as how much you can qualify for, generally, most people have about 50% equity in their home. Okay. And the amount you can borrow is determined based on your age, the home value, and traditional reverse mortgages are based on a lending limit of $765,500, and that's the home value. So they can borrow a percentage of that home value. There are jumbo products, proprietary products, that allow for loans up to $4 million on $10 million homes, which something a lot of people aren't aware of. Wow. Okay, so it's a scale. So it's based on your age, in terms of how much equity you have to have to get this reverse mortgage. This right. is kind of what I'm hearing. Okay, and you don't doesn't like require any change of control of your house, like you just said. It's like a normal traditional mortgage, where you can do what you normally do, just as long as you pay your payments. But in this scenario, you're now no longer having to pay your mortgage, in essence, the payments, right. because it's now uh, call it owned by the bank. But it it lets you free up a lot of extra income that you were spending for your mortgage to then do what you want, whether it's positive things of traveling and having fun with your grandkids, or if you need care, to care for one of your loved ones or your yourself, that frees up a good you know, amount of money for, for that sort of benefit like you had in your dad's case, which is, I see a lot here as well. It's, you know, it's better to use a reverse mortgage sometimes, in our opinion, than having to sell your stock or uh, some sort of equity security that has a, a down spot maybe you know it's more of a riskier obviously it's not good to sell anything when it's down so if you can pull out of your house the values without having to make a poor decision with your investments that can be a good thing it is actually a very widely used tool to help manage your portfolio and prevent you from taking early withdrawals where you may have to pay 35 to 40 percent taxes Right. So utilizing the equity in your home to do that right. will help mitigate those tax consequences, help with your liquidity, and long-term help with the success of your portfolio. 
Totally. That's a valid point. The tax issue, like you just brought up, if you do have an unfortunate event where your costs of living, like in the form of long-term care, go up greatly, and now you're having to pull fifty or 60000 or more dollars out of your IRA, that's a, a painful day for taxes sometimes. Right. And that's where people don't think about that. And um, I'd rather pay myself or use my own value in my home than spending 40% of my income or my IRA to taxes, right? So that's valid point. And a lot of folks, I don't think, realize that or even use that as a tool. Because it's also what I understand of reverse mortgages. You don't have to use the money unless you need it, right? A lot of times. You can establish a line of credit. Okay. Which actually mm-hmm. is unique in that it grows on an annual basis. Right. So you can tap into that equity at 65. You can tap into that line of credit at 75, 85 but it will continue to grow. I've worked with clients at the age of 65, they've established a $250,000 line of credit, and if they leave it untouched, growing at roughly 5%, they'll have $750,000 available to them to use when they're 85 years old. Wow. And at that case, a lot of people will use it to take care of long-term care needs or any unforeseen expenses they might have. Right, because again, it's not costing them money to use that, or have it there, I should say, until they use it. In essence, it's not a loan until they have to use it. Until they pull from their line of credit. Correct. Absolutely. Great option to have. It's always better for obvious reasons to have more choices or options to use than less. So if we can have a choice to pull from these, call it a line of credit from your your home and not have to take out way too much from your IRA or sell out at a bad time from your stock holdings or, or your securities holdings, it could be very good option. So listeners, we have to take a quick break here, but I'm here with our special guest today, Tom Marusak, talking about reverse mortgages. If you just tuned in, we're going over the facts and demystification of reverse mortgages, the pros and the cons about them. So please stay tuned for our next segment. But if you have any questions or have an interest in this reverse mortgage topic, please give us a call now. We have folks standing by to take your calls. Tom's available for meetings after our show. If you want to schedule a time to have a one-hour consultation, with him, it's no cost, no obligation. Just give us a ring, and we'll gladly have you guys uh, schedule that time. Our phone number to call today is area code 949-218-3900. Again, that's 949-218-3900. Please stay tuned. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At KNR Consulting Group, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 949-218-3900 or visit us at knrconsultinggroup.com to learn more. Welcome back to our show today. Hi, I'm Kevin Richards, your host at Smart Money. I'm here with our special guest today, Tom Rusak, talking about the facts about reverse mortgages. Tom's an expert in this area, so I'm glad you're here again today, Tom. Appreciate your your time. So we just talked a little bit off air about what are what really happens in terms of what are the qualifications or requirements, let's just say, when a person takes out a reverse mortgage. I know they no longer have to make their mortgage payment, which is great, but you just mentioned a few other things I think you should comment on in terms of what are the monetary requirements of a person who does take out a reverse mortgage. Do they stop paying their taxes? How does that all work? The most important criteria with a reverse mortgage and a traditional mortgage as well is that the homeowner must continue to pay their taxes and insurance. 
And that's where clients have gotten in trouble in the past with both types of mortgages where they have failed to do that. And at that point in time, then the bank can call in the reverse mortgage and require you to satisfy it. Got it. Okay. But it doesn't change your, your taxes. It doesn't it, raise it. it doesn't refinance it, it or take it, it out It doesn't change anything, but that's the most important criteria right. outside of going through a financial assessment and counseling is that you continue to pay your taxes and your insurance. Which won't change again. Doesn't change any of those things. No, nothing changes. Got it. That's great news because a lot of folks worry about losing that uh, earlier low cost basis or low tax point that they had for years. Right. So that's great news. So that doesn't change anything on their end. It's just wonderful. How about social security? How do these uh, proceeds or when you do a reverse mortgage, does it change anything from government benefits from Medicare to social security, et cetera? Does that come into play at all? Social security and Medicare are not affected by a reverse mortgage. Okay. What it will affect and can affect if it's not handled properly is Medi-Cal okay. or SSI. Okay. So when I work with clients, I always ask the question, do you have Medi-Cal, do you have SSI? Because I wanna make sure that the utilizing a reverse mortgage doesn't jeopardize those benefits. What do you tell our listeners what SSI means? A lot of me not know what that is. It's supplemental social security benefit okay. that, that a client might receive. For disability reasons right. a lot of times. Got so it. it's really anything income that's or benefit from the government that's means tested and means means based on what your income is or your your financial means right and we want to make sure that the proceeds that someone gets from a reverse mortgage is structured properly so it doesn't affect at the end of the month their monthly income to jeopardize those benefits that's great so nothing changes pretty much everything stays as it is you just no longer have a mortgage payment mm -hmm. you control your home you have the title of your home as well you can keep it in a trust, I believe you mentioned earlier. Right. Doesn't change that. It still goes to your beneficiaries upon your passing. But that's a question we also get asked here a lot too. How does it affect their their heirs when they pass? Um, is there like a big penalty or what, what are the issues? Walk us through the scenario that a child would have to go through when their mom or dad passes and they had a reverse mortgage. When your parents pass with a reverse mortgage, your heirs really have, there's two primary options. They can choose to buy the home, satisfy the reverse mortgage, okay, and or they can sell the home, and then when the homes is sold, the amount of the reverse mortgage is satisfied. And you know, we're, we're very familiar with a traditional mortgage. If sure. I had a $500,000 house and I passed away, my mortgage balance was $200,000 with a traditional bank, I'd sell my home for $500,000, I'd pay off the $200,000 mortgage, and my heirs would have 300,000, which would probably be less because you'd have to satisfy all the real estate costs, but that's how it works. And with the reverse mortgage, it's no different. If the balance on the reverse mortgage is $200,000, the home sells for 500,000, there's in essence 300,000 in equity remaining to go to the heirs. Wow. So then what are the negatives? Why would a person not want to do a reverse mortgage? Because you hear these stories, what you're describing, it sounds like a better option than having a mortgage payment, frees up extra income. I know there's closing costs and price and fees, but are the interest rates extremely high? What would be the negatives of why a person wouldn't want to do it? Biggest, and it's not the reverse mortgage, like any loan or financial product, and I'm not a financial advisor, but um, it's not right for everyone. And, and there may be a comfort level with the product. Um, 
regarding interest rates. Currently, as of today, interest rates at the most common lending margin on a one-year adjustable, which is 80% of the loans, or it's under 4%. Wow. Uh, not that much higher than where traditional mortgages are. So the, the fees and the interest rates are not absorbent, huh. uh, which is a fear that, that sure. many people have. Yeah. And, you know, I think the biggest con is, is education and homeowners not clearly understanding how the reverse mortgage works, how it impacts the inheritance for their heirs, because that, that, that's generally the biggest concern is what, what about my heirs? Sure. And, you know, they want to stay in their home and they can utilize a reverse mortgage to do that. But sometimes they're, you know, there's just a fear of the unknown. Sure. So, okay. So it sounds a lot like getting a home equity line of credit. Why would a person choose this, doing a reverse mortgage, instead of getting these lines of credit, home equity lines of credit? What I would say at age 62 or 65, if you can qualify for a home equity line of credit or traditional funding, that might be the best option for you. Okay. And when I meet with clients, I do an evaluation and then there's different scenarios. But inevitably what happens with a home equity line of credit, if you're no longer working, one, you may not have the income to qualify. True. Your credit score may not qualify. Right. And when you have a HELOC, it's generally for a 10 year period. Correct. And then after that, you, it's you satisfied, it. <clears throat> you owe it, you make per payments during the course, course of the loan. And that's what happened a lot in 2008, 2009 during the financial crisis. People had these home equity line of credits. They were borrowing all this money. At any point in time, the bank could call that loan in and people had to satisfy it. Right. Or their line of credit was frozen and they couldn't use it. With a reverse mortgage line of credit, there's no timeline. So great. you can be in your home for 30 years, that line of credit is still good. Yeah. You don't have to make any payments. Right. You don't have to pull any of the funds at any point in time. Right. And th that's the big thing. And you can use it for whatever you want. Yeah. Right. So there's no restrictions on how you use those funds. See, let me summarize what I understand of this too. And I know a bit about it. I'm just doing this for our listeners as well. I hear a lot of positives. So you have no more mortgage payment on a reverse mortgage. You have a line of credit as well established that you can pull from, which grows every year. You don't take the money out and at no cost until you use it. You have the same similar rates you would get in a traditional mortgage or even a refinancing at a home equity line of credit. Maybe a little bit higher, but not a huge gap there. Similar closing costs. Again, nothing huge difference that I'm hearing. The thing negative really that I understand of all this is you obviously have to live in your home. You can't rent it out. It has to be your primary residence. Mm -hmm. You also, after you both pass, you and your spouse, you have to have the home sold I believe it's within a year. Now, talk about that. What's the time frame so our listeners who are children who this would affect most have to uh, follow when their mom and dad pass and that they get a line of, or a reverse mortgage on their home? If when mom and dad pass, the heirs have six months generally to refinance the home if they want to keep it okay. and a year to sell it. And during that time, they have to be actively posting on, on NMLS. Okay. The key is that they notice they notify the lender and the servicer of the loan that mom and dad passed away as soon as possible. And then they proceed with selling the home. Okay. And again, they have that year long period to sell the home. Whatever proceeds are left will go to the heirs. If for some reason the value of the loan 
is greater than the value of the home. And I guess you could see that as a, see this as a con is that because the balance of the loan grows, home value may not grow. The loan oh. balance may be greater than the home value, but because it's an FHA non-recourse loan, you only owe the amount of the appraised value of the home when the parents pass. So if the loan value is $600,000, the home value is $500,000, the heirs, the owners of the home, if they move out are only responsible for satisfying the $500,000. Wow. And that's the benefit of this being an FHA government insured non-recourse loan. Wow, that makes a big difference. So they have a year to sell it, in essence, or refinance it, like you just in short descriptions here. They're not required to uh, pay the higher loan value because the loan does grow, as you mentioned, if the home didn't grow in the same level. They had, which is great. That's a nice safety net because I know a lot of folks, I would worry about that as well. If there's a crash in the housing market right. and our loans are still going up because there's interest rates, et cetera, on that, that's not fun. So you have a safety net with this FHA insured vehicle, which is great. That makes a lot of sense, actually. So listeners, let's take one more break here for our final segment. Uh, this is our special show today with my special guest, Tom Marusak, talking about reverse mortgages. If you have any questions about this or want to consider it as your own option or have it for a friend or et cetera, please give us a ring today. We have folks standing by to take your call. You can schedule a one-hour consultation with Tom at no cost, no obligation. Just give us a ring here at our phone number in Orange County. We're at area code 949-218-3900. Please stay tuned for our last segment. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call KNR Consulting Group. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 949-218-3900 or visit us at knrconsultinggroup.com. Welcome back to our show today. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Richards. We're doing a show on reverse mortgages and the demystification of them. I'm here with our special guest, Tom Rusak from Arbor Financial Group. So Tom, why don't we summarize a lot of what we talked about because we went over a lot of information today. I know it's uh, can be very confusing and kind of a lot of details. So why don't we give our listeners a good summary of what it is, uh, the reverse mortgages and the pros and the cons and uh, some, good, some good talking points to summarize a lot of our main key points that we just discussed in our show today. I think one of the, the key thing from a con standpoint and really understanding of what it's not, it's not selling your home to the bank. It's not relinquishing title or ownership rights to the home, which is a common misperception. And the other key point is it's not right for everyone. Okay. What it is, it's a government-backed retirement income source there's no monthly mortgage payments. It's designed for homeowners 62 and older. It's a tax-free cash for virtually anything. And the most common, common type of reverse mortgage is a home equity conversion mortgage. Okay, so it's a better option for folks that really wanna also have uh, better choices when there's a, a downturn in the stock market or they have a, a health issue that comes up and they need to have access to a lot more cash, but don't want to take it out of their IRAs for obvious tax reasons. The more you take money out of an IRA, the more taxes you're going to pay. So how does that affect things here in terms of the reverse mortgages and in terms of why do you think a FITS is a good 
you know, financial strategy in terms of investing. Let's just say that because, you know, a lot of our listeners out there probably have wealth and they probably have enough assets to probably care for themselves if they needed it. But for those that also want to have choices and be able to protect themselves better, how does this help them? The, the reverse mortgage client has changed significantly over the past 30 years. And it was once thought of as a tool of last resort. But today's client, they're more educated. They have higher net worth, both in their financial portfolios and in their homes. And it's also a great tool for the mass affluent baby boomer, as well as retirees with modest income. The reason I'm so excited about this product is that there's 10,000 people turning 65 every day. And there's 19 million homeowners 65 and older who own homes and almost 60% of those, they have a mortgage. So they have all this equity in their home. Right. And people want to stay in their home. Uh, An interesting statistic, 70% of people 65 and older who celebrate their 65th birthday in their home end up spending the rest of their lives in their home. 75% of them? 65, 70%. 70% of them, wow. So people want to stay in their home and it's proven the longer they stay in their home, as long as they're provided with the right type of healthcare and environment, sure. they, they live longer, they're happier, they're healthier. Huh. There's an emotional attachment. right? And that's why the reverse mortgage is a tool that should be considered as a financial planning tool. Again, it might not be right for everyone, but it's something that I believe should be considered for homeowners 62 and older, regardless of what their net worth is. Right. Good points. So listeners, we've been talking about a lot of the pros and cons on doing reverse mortgages. And I think we've clarified a lot of the main uh, falsities about this uh, topic as there are a lot of uh, misinformation out there from a lot of sources on the internet and and so forth, or your neighbor, whoever it may be that doesn't quite understand the facts. So I've been talking with our friend here, Tom Rusak, who is a specialist in this area of reverse mortgages. And hopefully this show has been of value to you. We always try to bring different topics to our show to make it more interesting and, again, add more value to uh, your financial needs. And, of course, reverse mortgages and your own home values are a huge part of your financial planning, or they should be. So I'm glad Tom was able to share a lot of this information to us and for us. So, uh, listeners, if you do have an interest in learning more about a reverse mortgage or if it's fitting for you and your family, please give us a call. Tom will be happy to meet, meet with you for about one hour, do a no cost, no obligation consultation to go over your situation and the facts about how it can help you or, or not be right for you. Either way, it'll be an unbiased resource that you can ask a hundred questions to and uh, really get your information clear so you can make a better decision. If that's of interest, please give us a ring now. We have people standing by at our office. We're at area code 949-218-3900. Tom, appreciate your time today. Thanks for being out. Thank you, glad to be here. Thank you, you listeners. Please stay tuned to our next show uh, next Saturday. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949-218-3900. 
or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.